Okay, guys, today I am sitting down with one of the best humans I've ever met. Her name is Paige Montag. I met her this summer when we did a study abroad in Jerusalem, and Paige was kind of intimidating to me at first because she was very knowledgeable about politics and about world issues, and she had been to Africa, and she was like a feminist and was just super empowering and is a boss and a babe. She's a boss, babe. And I was kind of intimidated at her at first, and she has a super artsy Instagram. But then I got to know her, and Paige is one of the most down-to-earth people I know. I love her, and I had so much fun recording this episode with her. She was like, Caitlin, I don't know if I'm going to do the right answers. And I was like, Paige, there's no such thing as the right answer for this. So I loved her podcast. Um, fair warning, she does use the S word once and the A word once, but you know, that's Paige, and I'm not going to stop people from being themselves unless they say explicit language because I don't know how to bleep that out. So yes, but yes. Um, okay, so here's Paige's podcast. Okay, so I am with Paige, and I'm just going to let Paige introduce herself a little bit. Hi guys, um, I'm Paige, Paige Montag. Um, I know Caitlin from Jerusalem. We did a study abroad there together. I'm originally from the Seattle area and I'm about to graduate from BYU. Yeah, Paige is a boss and wow, thank you. has done <laughs> amazing things in her life and I am so inspired by Paige and I know you guys will be too. So, just a few more introduction questions. Describe yourself in three words. Ooh, that's a good one. Um, adventurous, ambitious, and wholehearted. Yes, I agree with those. Oh, thank you. Um, what is your favorite or most used emoji? Most used emoji? Let's check. Let's look. Or favorite. I want my last text. Um, my yellow, the yellow heart, for yellow sure, heart. because okay. I love yellow. Okay. And also, it's like, oh, I love you, but it's not like, oh, I love you, and it makes it weird. It's like a good casual, like, loving thing. I respect that. Thank you. <laughs> and then, what is a statement or life model that you live by? Ooh, um, one of my favorite quotes ever is, no offense, but I've decided I'm going to stop being sad and start being unbelievably powerful, creative, and full of love and light. That's like what I try to aim for. Okay. Wow. I <laughs> love that. When did you first hear that quote or how did it become like a huge impact in your life? Um, I actually found it on Tumblr when I was like 17. Like, so I have no idea what the source is or if it was just someone who put it on Tumblr who came up with it, but it resonated with me so much that I like tweeted it once and then when we had pinned tweets I like pinned it so I would always look at it when I went to my own Twitter and I just write it on sticky notes and stick it places and ever since then I've just kind of been obsessed with it. Oh that's really cool. I I'm a fan of that. I'm gonna have you write that down Thank for you. Me I will <laughs> it's a good one. <laughs> that's good. Okay. Um to start off, how do you define happiness? Um I think happiness definitely means obviously like a little bit of different things for every different person of how it like looks from the outside. But to me, I think happiness is feeling fulfilled and content with what you're doing with your life day to day and how you're living your life. And then like the relationships that are a part of your life. 
Um, but happiness, I think, always kind of leaves room for more. Like, there's never, like, this perfect, like, complete state of happiness. It's, like, just being in that really good place consistently, but still being able to, like, move forward and get better and find new forms of happiness, too. Okay. No, I agree. Do you believe that, like, happiness requires a lot of self-evaluation? Totally. Okay. Totally. How have you seen that in your own life? Um, I think growing up, I, and still, truthfully, I definitely have a tendency to be really hard on myself and really negative. And I have really negative self-talk, naturally. And that was something I didn't really realize until I was a teenager and had a little more ability to look inside and realize what I was saying. And I think we have so many habits that whether they're just natural things that we do that aren't great or they're established in us because of bad patterns we watch with other people in our lives or hard times that we get into these funks that we like keep telling ourselves lies about ourselves or about the way we're living. And even if we don't notice it explicitly, it really brings us down. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think to be happy consistently, you have to be able to like stop and take a breath and look and recognize what am I doing to myself that is sabotaging my own happiness? Mm-hmm. Because I think it's definitely there are things that can prevent you from being happy that we can't control, but happiness is at least, like, 80% a choice. Mm-hmm. And I think we don't realize that we take our own agency away by some of the bad habits that we have, and so we have to be able to reflect on those mm-hmm. to be happy. Yeah. How, or, like, have you had any examples in your life of when you've had to do this? And you don't have to, like, share these specific examples, yeah. but, like, how did you recognize that you weren't happy or that you needed to change to in order to be happier. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I'm trying to think of good stuff, like good examples to share. I've definitely had several times. I think I have been really blessed with really great friends who don't put up with my BS <laughs> for um, lack of a better phrase. But I've had a couple times throughout my life where I've had friends who have just – lovingly but harshly called me out and been like why are you doing this like this isn't good this isn't healthy for you this is just making you unhappy why do you continue this behavior why do you keep dating this person or um why do you talk like this kind of thing and then I think kind of personally I in 2016 my the end of my sophomore year of college I went through a really horrible depressive episode that just kind of a lot of things in my life weren't working out and it really got to me and my best friend was leaving for 18 months and I just was not happy at all kind of with anything that was going on in my life and I definitely like needed therapy and I needed to like have seek professional treatment to deal with that but part of the change of like getting better for me also came when I had to realize I haven't been like grateful for any of the good things in my life like I've been so fixated on the bad and how I'm feeling that I've shut myself off from all the good things that could could help with this situation at least a little bit. And I kind of had to be like, Paige, if you want to be a good person, if you want to have a happy life, like you just can't sit here and be like sad. You need to seek help. You need to do something about it. And you need to be like a lot more grateful for the things that you do have that are really good. That was at least like my personal experience with it. No, um, I, 
I have also gone through a time in my life where I've needed to reflect on like what I'm grateful for. Yeah. And it's also the times that you don't want to reflect on like, oh, what totally. you're grateful for. Because totally. you're so upset and you're so mad oh, yeah. and you're like, well, what am I grateful for? And, and you're like, like, everything sucks. I don't want to talk about it. And you're like, well, I can breathe on my own. So yeah. that's cool. <laughs> but yeah, I, it's interesting how gratitude is so important in order to be able to be yeah. happy. Oh, a hundred percent. My mom, and I hated it for such a long time, but when I was a teenager, um, I don't know if you know the musical White Christmas. Mm-mm. Okay, it's this old Bing Crosby musical, and there's a song in the middle of it that's when I'm worried and I can't sleep, I count my blessings instead of sheep. And my mom would always bring that song up with me when I was being grumpy or moody or angsty and She'd be like, come on, you just, like, gotta count your blessings instead of sheep. And I'd be like, mom, stop! Like, I don't want to. But at the same time, she was right, 100%. And I've seen when I really do take the time to count those blessings, even if things, like, still suck and they're still hard, I am in a better place to deal with those hard things. Yeah. And, yeah, no, I really like that. Um, okay. So what what makes you happy, Paige? (laughs) In general. In general. Um, Gifts of dogs on Instagram. Um, I really like trying new restaurants. I really like flowers. Flowers are a big thing. I think, like, having plants or flowers in your room, for me, is something that makes me really happy. Um, Broadway musicals, like, old cast albums from, like, the 80s and 90s really bring up my mood. Yeah, you know, all the good things. <laughs> Are these things that you have, like, gone to, like, during hard times, or? Oh, yeah, totally. Um, I think I've had to kind of take an inventory in my life, kind of like we talked about earlier. And I think everyone needs to do this at some point of being like, okay, what are the things that make me laugh? Mm-hmm. Or what are the things that lift me up a little bit when I'm in a funk? Mm-hmm. Or that help even a little bit when I've, like, gone through depressive episodes and I'm like, okay. How do I, in some small way, lift myself up right now? Um, and I think it's so silly. Like, for me, I, like, loved watching Parks and Rec when I was really sad because it was so positive And it was these people trying to make a difference in the world on their show. And it was so funny that it just, like, made me have, like, a little bit of happiness to watch. So I love that. Or I find, like, I feel so much happier in my own space when I have succulents or flowers or something that is cute and living and breathing in my space. And then, I mean, who doesn't love watching dog videos on Instagram, right? <laughs> I follow probably too many dogs yes, on Instagram. never enough. Never <laughs> enough. Because they just make me so happy. They're oh, so yeah. cute little puppies running around. Oh, yeah. And sometimes it's silly, but it's totally like those little things that make you smile or make you laugh that you just need yes, in that moment. Honestly. Yeah. Especially with the comparison game on Instagram. Oh, my gosh. You need those dog videos because yeah. you can't compare yourself to a puppy. I know. You're like, it's just happy and living its best life. Like, I just want to be like that. And I don't need to look at, like, celebrity pictures where they look, like, too hot to handle. I'm just going to, like, <laughs> look at this dog and feel better. Yes. Yes. Um. So right now in your life, what would you say is the biggest influence of happiness? Ooh. That's hard. Because, like, we have, like, those little things that, like, make us happy. Yeah. But I guess, like, what is the biggest, biggest influence of happiness to you? Hmm. Um, I think kind of two things, if that's okay. Yeah, for sure. Um, first is I, in the last couple years of my life, have 
been really blessed to have good friends and worked really, really hard to be a good friend too. And I think I've um, purposely surrounded myself with people who lift me up and people who are really understanding and compassionate and people who are fun and are doing good things with their life too. Um, because I think that old phrase that like you're most like the five people you spend the most time with, right? I think that's very true. Um, that the people and the energy that we surround ourselves with is super influential. So I have been incredibly blessed and also worked really hard to keep good friends and also kind of had to be willing to understand when I can't have certain people in my life or can't keep a close relationship with them because it isn't beneficial in how it makes me feel and it isn't a good thing Mm -hmm. necessarily, um, which is hard. But I think that's really important is just having good friends and being a good friend so that you can have those relationships. And then second influence, kind of like we talked about earlier, I um, probably am not self-aware enough, but try to be more self-aware and take an inventory of myself a little bit every day. And um, I'm a big believer in like those bullet journal mood tracker things Mm -hmm. you see on Pinterest. I think just understanding like, oh, like the last week has kind of sucked. Like what's been going on with me? You know why? Like, and sometimes it's as simple as, oh, I haven't worked out all week and I know I'll feel happier if I go on a run mm-hmm. or school's just been really hard. Maybe I need to like take a break before I go back to the library or like even having those moments where I'm like, no, like something's been really wrong and I'm not sure what it is. And so I should probably like schedule a therapy appointment mm-hmm. or talk to someone about it. And just that need to be really self-reflective, I think has been a big influence and helped me to find more happiness and mm-hmm. it helped me to understand better the choices I can make to be happier. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think that there's a difference between joy and happiness? Um, no, I don't know, like the entomology of the words are like, but I think first impression. Yeah. I think when I, when I at least personally think of joy, I think it's like that explicit moment of like feeling that intense emotion mm-hmm. of like in super intense, happiness or contentment or Mm -hmm. excitement that's like joy but I think happiness in general is a more long-lasting consistent life thing Mm -hmm. whereas like joy is a part of happiness but it's not that same lifelong struggle kind of gotcha um (laughs) so why and I guess how do you choose to stay happy um why? Because it's so much better than being sad. Um, I think we all went through that teenage phase where we like fa- discovered Tumblr and we're like, wow, like, being angsty and sad is like so tragic and beautiful. But actually, it like sucks. And <laughs> you know, like being sad isn't fun. Mm-hmm. Like I kind of hate the stereotype of like the beautiful sad girl mm-hmm. who. Is like, there are lots of beautiful, sad people, but they're still sad. Like, life still sucks. Like, that's not fun. It's not, like, a sustainable thing. Um, and so I think I kind of had to realize, like, oh, it's not, like, super fun to be dramatic or, like, be sad and hurt all the time. And maybe I should change that and try and be happier. And then how? Mm-hmm. Um, how I choose to be happy? I think it's definitely a day-to-day battle for sure. Mm -hmm. And some days are a lot harder than others. 
And some days you wake up and you just, like, feel great and are ready to take on the world. And I think being able to reflect enough on yourself and understanding your needs, um, you just have to be able to do that every day. And I think, like, the most important relationship is the one we have with ourselves. And it totally defines every other area of our life. And so when you get to know, take the time to get to know yourself a little better and reflect on that, you're more able to adapt when circumstances get hard. And I mean, sometimes it's as simple as like, wow, I sometimes get hangry. And so I'm probably feeling that way now. And I need to go eat a Snickers bar like the commercial (laughs) or like, wow, this is hard. Like I need to talk to someone about this or, oh, I need to just like clean my room, you know, and just like kind of being able to take action. That's like how at least I try. No, I like that. Um, I really like that you said that you have to take action to be happy because it's not just a passive thing. Totally. You definitely totally. have to act. <laughs> yes. Yes. And I I totally believe, too, that too often we are passive about our lives. Mm-hmm. And we kind of get into habits and we get into routines that we it's really easy to just zone out and not actually be like a participant in your own life mm-hmm. to just do kind of those day to day. Oh, I need to do this, but you have to be present and you have to be active and you have to be really thinking through your decisions. And I think it's harder to do and it's harder to start doing for sure, because it's really easy to be passive and just mm-hmm. be like, whatever, I'm fine. I've also uh-huh. never been like a super go with the flow person. <laughs> so maybe that works for other people. Um, but I think, yeah, you totally have to be, like, you're in control of your life to a huge extent. Mm -hmm. And there are so many things about life you can't control, but you can, right, what your mom always tells you, you can control your reactions Mm -hmm. or how you face things. And I think you have to identify what you can control and then actually do something about it Mm -hmm. because it's not fun to just (laughs) float along and not be active. And I think... Sometimes you wake up even after doing that, even for a couple of weeks, and you're like, where have I been? Uh-huh. The last little bit. But And I think there's definitely times in life and mental health um, issues that a lot of us go through that make it a lot harder to be active. And so I think sometimes you need to, like, see a therapist or see a doctor about avenues to help you mm-hmm. become more active and, like, a participant in your own life. But if you can do that, that will be such a better thing for you in the long run and like finding your consistent happiness yeah um it reminds me of a quote that says only dead fish go with the flow yeah yes and because it's true like we have to be active in our own lives otherwise we're just kind of floating through like zombies yeah and but it is hard like you said it totally is and like sometimes life just sucks some (laughs) days and there's some days, like, as hard as you try, you, like, can't really do anything about it. Mm-hmm. But there are always more good days than bad. Yeah. I think. And we tend to remember the good days rather than the bad days. Yeah. Like, looking back, yeah. you're like, wow, college is hard. But then you remember all the fun times that you've gone through in college. Yeah. Or and you're not like, wow, I remember that one time I failed a test. I know. <laughs> I And I had, I really do try and remind myself of that, especially in my last semester of college right now and reflecting. I have complained so much about college. Whether it's about classes or people or culture or whatever. And um, it's so funny. And I know there's kind of a nostalgia bump for how I feel about things. But looking back, I remember so many of the good memories. And I have I know there were nights I was, like, crying in the library and, like, exhausted. And 
or like high on Red Bull and like trying <laughs> to do homework. But it's like really the good things are what stick with you. Mm-hmm. And those are the things that you take with you. Yeah. For sure. No, and I think that's going to be so cool at the end of our lives to be able to look back on so oh, yeah. the good things that happened. Yeah. And I've had a friend that's told me before, like, Caitlin, you can have a bad hour. You can even have a bad day or a bad week, but you're not going to have a bad life. Like, your life yes. is going to be good. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. My mom used to always – my mom is amazing. Sorry, I keep bringing cool. her up. That's fine. Moms She's, are great. Yeah, the best. My mom, I give her a lot of um, – props definitely for who I am overall but then being a more positive person definitely Mm -hmm. comes from her but she would always be like you can have your pity party for like 10 minutes and like she was very good about letting me be upset about something and letting me talk it out and be like I don't get it this is stupid I'm so mad like dramatic 16 year old page like yelling about everything (laughs) um but then she would kind of be like okay like you did it like, you've gotten all your feelings out, and, like, we can't change it right now, so let's go do something that we can do, and, like, let's focus on something good and move forward, which was awesome. really helpful. Yeah. You always need those people in your lives oh, that yeah. can tell you to, like, whip yourself to shape. Oh, yeah. Kind of give you a check. I <laughs> yes. definitely, and sometimes it is not fun to hear. Oh, no. <laughs> and I've definitely had to, like, apologize to friends or, like, my mom or my sister when I'm like, okay, I'm sorry I was mean to you when you told me that I needed to be, mm-hmm. ha- like, get over it. Mm-hmm. But you were right. <laughs> so. Yeah. I, like, got mad at my sister, like, the other week. We were, like, going to the temple. Yeah. And all of a sudden, I was just super snappy with her. Yeah. And I was like, why is this happening? But it's, like, the adversaries in our lives. Oh, yeah. That just kind of pile up and get on us. And then, thankfully, if you're surrounded by, like, good people, they understand and they forgive you. Yeah. And you can move on and, like, be better. A hundred percent. Have you read the book, You Are a Badass? Mm -mm. Mm-mm. I have it. (laughs) Okay. Oh, my gosh, yeah. One of my favorite books of all time. Um, Jen Sincero, who writes it, is Uh amazing, and I totally recommend reading it, but, um, kind of one of the things she talks about is, like, the universe is conspiring to give you what you want, like, you want to get on that high vibration, like, there's so much goodness out there, but I think a lot of times when you first, like, decide to be good, or you decide to be happy, or decide you're going to work at this thing, like, the adversaries in your lives, like, kind of, like, the bullshit, like, just, like, gets in your way, Mm -hmm. and, like, it kind of hits you to, like, prevent you from going in the right direction but really I think like it gets easier like it never gets easy but it gets easier and you get Mm -hmm. better at dealing with that and you can get through that kind of block and get to that higher better place totally yeah because you start to recognize what is it that causes these feelings yeah and what you can do to get past them totally totally yeah, I've definitely had to do some self-evaluation. Yeah. <laughs> Recently, like, this past summer, like, okay, why am I so sad? Yeah. Or something. And I, I like, wrote down a note in my phone. Yeah. And I was like, okay, what can I change? And, like, it does help. Yeah. And I, yeah, speaking of this last summer, I, I definitely have moments where I'll feel all of a sudden, like, super lonely. Mm-hmm. And I'll kind of weirdly get mad at, like, my friends or mm-hmm. the people closest to me. Like, I won't really, like, fight with them at all be like, wow, I'm, like, so frustrated with them, and I don't really know why, and, like, I'll be like, oh, they're, like, not doing enough for me, or, like, oh, like, why aren't they, like, reaching out to me enough, but it's also, I have taking those moments and being like, okay, but, like, what am I doing? I can only control my own actions, and my friends are my friends, you know, why am I so pissed at them, and Mm -hmm. trying to be like, okay, I need to take a step, and, like, if it is something that, like, 
they are like doing that maybe like sets me off a little bit like you you have to be the one to initiate that conversation to like move forward and be better because I totally think it just sneaks up on you sometimes and you don't realize you're in it but once you do and you can take that step back and be like okay wait it's because I did this or because Mm -hmm. you can figure out how to move forward no it's interesting how many times in your life you're upset that like you're the cause of it oh yeah and how you can change way (laughs) more I think than when other people are the cause of it it's like definitely way more self-responsibility for sure Mm -hmm. wow so so great so So full of wisdom (laughs) I hope so you are I (laughs) I guess lastly um who inspires you and why um gosh so many um Ruth Bader Ginsburg because she just broke three ribs but is like still kicking and has no plans to give up her seat on the Supreme Court and I just think she's amazing um and does she is someone who has dedicated her life to doing good for others which I would love to do with my own life too um my sister she is the mom of six crazy children. The one in Orem? Yeah. Yeah, I met them. Yeah, yes. yeah. You crazy guys. children. <laughs> crazy children, indeed. And somehow she is exhausted all the time. She never gets enough sleep. She never gets enough time for herself. And she still manages to be there for, like, everyone around her and is a fabulous mom and sister and friend. And then probably Leslie Nope from Parks and Rec because I think she's truly, like, who I aspire to be on my best days. <laughs> She's, like, the golden standard for all of us. But, yeah. Yeah, I like that. Um, Do you have any last words of advice or anything? (laughs) No. I don't think so. (laughs) That's totally fine. You know, read a good book, watch a good TV show, find the little things that make you happy, and then have them in the back of your pocket when you need them. I like that. That's a great way to end it. Thanks, Paige. Thank you for having me. Okay, Paige just left. I love that woman so much. When I first thought about doing a podcast, Paige was one of the first people that I wanted to interview. And I am so grateful that she was so willing to sit down with me and just chat about happiness and life. And I am so inspired by Paige, and I hope you guys were too. I appreciated how real she is, and she is like that all the time. She's real, and she's funny, and she's great, and she's so caring. And yes, I love Paige. So I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Love you guys. Have a good week. See you later. Bye. Oh gosh, I don't know how to work this sometimes. This podcast was brought to you by no one. Don't have any sponsors. <laughs> Probably will never get a sponsor. But it was produced-ish by my sister Kelly. I'll leave us. Go Kelly. She helps with everything. Okay. Have a good week, guys. See you next week. See ya. Bye. Also, just wanted to add real quick that the song that I play at the beginning and the intro and all that jazz is a clip of a song by, oh my gosh, I can't think of their name. Who is it? I want to give these people credit. Oh, Young the Giant. It's a clip of their song. I didn't make it up. I didn't have anybody add anything for this. It's their song. Okay. Bye, guys.